Blog Talk Radio. today with Stephen Novak, and he has an interesting call to eat kale. I'll be right with him in a few minutes, but in the meantime, I want to tell you your author that you're going to be listening to. Born in Chicago, Stephen has spent his whole life creating. After attending Columbus College of Art and Design for four years, he moved to California, where he married his wife. They have been together for nearly a decade. He likes pizza. He's, he's sort of a nerd. He, he has said he's sort of a nerd. He has terrible luck and worse personal hygiene, which makes him just really great that he's on the radio and not with us right live today. Oh. <laughs> Are you there, Stephen? I am indeed. Hi. 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 How's it going? <laughs> Good. I'm telling everybody a little bit about you. Uh, here that you think that bios are stupid. And... Uh, <laughs> And that you can be found online, of course, at your website, which is novacillustration.com. That's N-O-V-A-K-I-L-L-U-S-T-R-A-T-I-O-N, for those who can't spell illustration. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. Dot com. We're <laughs> putting that on the chat so that way everybody will know how to get a hold of you or, or, you know, take a look at what you've got. So, you know, obviously the most interesting thing that comes to mind when they see your book in the title is, what the heck? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what it is? The title actually actually relates to a story, one of the last stories in the book. So, I mean, if if you you get to the book, it's the very last story, and you're like, oh, so that's what that means. But, yeah, I can see how you're like, that doesn't make any sense. So you make us read the whole book before we can actually find out what, what, what the title's all about. Or you can just skip to the last page if you're a cheater, you know, either way. Ah, yeah, you know, there are those people who like to do that. Of course, authors like to shoot those kind of people. (laughs) (laughs) And my wife actually does that. She reads the last page of the book before she reads the first page. Does she do that because she wants to know if she wants to bother reading the whole book? I don't, she doesn't like surprises, I think. Uh, Oh. I I think that's honestly it. She, She doesn't like the surprise. <laughs> well, that's kind of like what why you read a book, though. You know, not only to be entertained, but kind of to say, "Oh, that's interesting." You know, a little surprise. Yeah, I don't uh, really get it either. <laughs> <laughs> so I I see here that you're just volume one. So yeah. what's going on after that? Um, there will be two more out before the end of the year. They're actually all sort of written at the same time. Um but there's just way too much content to cram it all into one book. So I just figured I'd spread them out over three. So the uh, second one will be in July, I think around the 4th, and um, the last one November, December. Okay. And I see that you have a website for Go See Cans, the blog. Yeah. yeah. So is that the difference? Uh, you, what kind of things do you write on, on the blog compared to what we'll see, what we would see on your Novak illustration. Yeah, you'll notice there aren't even very many references um, uh, to anything Goatee Cans except for like a, a buy link on the actual, on my website. Because um, uh, Goatee Cans is a little more adult than most of the stuff I do. So, um, you know, okay. there's a, a lot more four-letter words. It's just, it's a different sort of read. So I try to keep them separate even though they're not written any, you know, under a pen name or anything. Wow, okay. So, you know, what have you done before this? Is this your first book, or have you written some other things or illustrated something else? I don't know. I've, I've, I've done a lot. Um, 
started doing illustration work uh, quite. A, I mean, I've been uh, for so I got out of college about wow, almost going on 15 years ago, which makes me very old. Um, <laughs> You're amusing. Uh, I, <laughs> um, I started the first book I published was was only about. Um, I did a series of young adult novels that came out in 2010, um, three of them. Um, they were first, uh, there's a whole, there's actually a story in, in Goats about it. I, they were originally published through a uh, semi-traditional publisher, I guess, and um, that went just horribly awry. I think we call those small publishers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then I just decided to, uh, the first book was published through them. And this last two I just did myself, uh, and then everything since then I've kind of done on my own. But I've done um, for years. I've done spot illustrations for uh, you know direct market stuff and um, you know things like that. And I've worked as a graphic designer. I've done a lot of some book covers and stuff for years. But yeah, the first uh, first book I published was probably the, the young adult stuff. Years well, ago. we do have something in common. Is I, I've been a graphic designer for 22 years. Okay. So uh, and didn't of course I got into publishing um, magazines and things, and then somebody said, "Well, why don't you publish my book?" As well, that's kind of different. <laughs> it's just, just and they said, "Well, it's on paper." Well, yes, that's just so different. <laughs> so uh, he wasn't I, I, patient. <laughs> I think that's one thing that you know I'm I'm not gonna I'm not a big ego guy, so I'm so not gonna hear and sing my praises. But I think if I do anything right, it's that uh, most of the stuff that I do doesn't really fit into, um, you know, standard sort of sort of genre right. things. I, I wrote and illustrated a, a children's book uh, that I oh, really. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a, a picture book, but it's a picture book about um, alcohol abuse. Oh, how that explains so why the goats yeah. eat the cans. <laughs> It's, so, I mean, I shot that, that book around for years, and a lot of people said they liked it and they loved my illustrations, but they just, there was nothing they could do with it because it's just not the kind of thing you see it, it did, you You were a square peg that didn't fit in the round hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of people out there like that. And, uh, you know, that's one reason why, you know, a lot of us got Ill, really irritated with the whole status quo with the bigger publishers. You know, they're, they're publishing the same stuff over and over again. Yeah, it is, it, is, it, is, it is what it is. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I always tell people when they're, like, interested in getting into the publishing business, I tell them to have sort of very realistic expectations about what you want to happen from that. Because, one, you're, right. you're not going to get rich. It's just not going to happen. I mean, it, even people yeah. who traditionally publish books, you know, the, the percentage of people who actually make a living doing it is exceptionally small. Yeah, yeah, and and usually it was, it was like before all this, all this uh, revolution started. Uh, <laughs> before the publishing revolution started, where everybody can now publish your book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they used to have traditionally published authors who actually made a living on it. Yeah, I, I think in some respects it is smart. Uh, these days to had to do something different. I mean, because uh, when when the market opens up like that, you got to have something that makes you stand out. That's the only thing people are going to notice. So if you're doing something that's just sort of your own thing, you know, maybe it'll work out for you. And plus, if you if you go in knowing that you're not, you know, you're not going to pay off your mortgage, then you just do something you really want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, you you really want to do this. That, that just you really got to want it. But. Yeah, as I often tell people, is you know, because I publish to people uh, now as well, and they, I say, you sure you want to do this? Because this, <laughs> this means that you are, it's like a child. You can't just you know put it up on the shelf and and think it's going to sell. Yeah, yeah. You've got to actually nurture it and and make it grow. Otherwise, it you know if you don't feed it, it dies. And even if it doesn't sell, just be happy with the work that you've done. So if you're going to write something, write something that you love. Otherwise, what's the point? Oh, we don't do it. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't do it just because you think you're going to get rich because that's just, you know, once you yeah, really... You're, you're stuck with something that didn't sell that you don't even like, which is, you know... Right. That's even worse. 
Well, that's pretty sad, isn't it? <laughs> but I think that people are looking for something different now. I, I really think that readers have, you know, grown tired of, of the other stuff, and they want they want to see more diversity. Yeah, well, I, would, I would agree. And I think if they pick up Goatsy Cans, they will get something wildly different. <laughs> Whether that's good or bad, I can't really say, but I, I can promise I kind of tell that. And I, I said, you know, I, I've got to interview this guy who has a feeling that it's going to be interesting. Is <laughs> so, <laughs> I pretty much choose who, who I interview. You know, my time. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, for anybody who's listening, obviously you, you can call in. We're not going to sit here and, and talk to each other all the time. We actually, you can actually come in and, and join the party. It's uh, so the guest call on number is seven one four two four two five one four five. That's seven one four two four two five one four five. If you get a busy signal, then that means that we're already partying, and you just need to wait for your turn. <laughs> so, but but definitely call in, and uh, also for those who don't want to call. But when I ask a question or just comment, uh, obviously you have that flash chat down there at the bottom of the screen on on Law Talk, and you can just type in a question. I will definitely uh, ask the question for you, and uh, Stephen might answer. So, <laughs> I would say that you know, nothing is really. I would say nothing is off limits when it comes to me. And I think if you if you <laughs> read the book, you kind of know that. So. Yeah. I, the, the book the book is a compilation of just ter- stories that make me look terrible. So. <laughs> well, the, the funny thing is that, that they, I, I usually ask her if you write something about making your dreams come true, and then what you wrote to me uh, for my blog was that dreams are stupid. <laughs> and I'm going, what? <laughs> and, you know, of course I didn't want to just, I, I don't just want to throw you out there. No, I said, okay, I want to see where you're going to go with this. Because uh, then I went ahead and put it up and said, "This is, yeah, this shows a quirky attitude. It's kind of funny." So you guys have to get online and and check it. I'm not going to tell you what it says because that's the whole point. You need to go to my blog and find out what that means. So I'm going to give you the blog and you guys can come and read it. Because he was a couple days ago. I'll have to get that one for them. So I got right you on my right. blog. There you go. There you go. There you are. I'm going to pop that on there so you guys can click on it and and read it yourself. That way you know what we're talking about. So how did you get started on illustrating, and how did you put the stories together with it? Um, Well, I've always been illustrating stuff. I mean, from, you know, a very young age, when I could pick up a pencil, I was drawing stuff. Um, When I was really young. You've You've been doodling a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. And when I was uh, a kid, um, I probably drew close to 400 comic books, and you know, just on typing paper, stapled them up the side. And I, there was a part point where I was even selling them to kids in the school bus. Um, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I've been sort of doing this <laughs> for the majority of my life. Um, in terms of, uh, I mean, that just. Uh, that I think I did that long before I even cared about writing. I mean, I grew up reading comics, and I think I mostly read them for the illustrations, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, writing was sort of a thing that came a little bit later in life for me. Well, you know, I think that it's, uh, you know, it's kind of funny because I've, I've actually met a a writer of comics recently. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I, I said, I I was in charge of a convention, and I said, do you want to do a reading? He says, well, my kind of reading doesn't really work well <laughs> that way. It's got to be with the pictures. I said, oh, okay, yeah, you're probably right. And I said, I've never met somebody who was just, just the writer, you know. Uh-huh. It's always been, I was think, thinking, okay, well, usually to me, uh, the people who drum comics that I've known did their own writing. I actually, so uh, I, I actually do do a, a web comic, sort of like in a you know a free time sort of thing. And generally, I don't even write out I don't even write out script for it. I just usually draw the pages and plug in the words after the fact. So I kind of really do it backwards when it comes to that. 
but you kind of know what you would say if you yeah, have exactly. the yeah. as you're drawing, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. I put, you know, I let the, you know, I figure out, you know, the pacing just through the pictures, and then, you know, the words come after for me. And that's okay. even when I did um. Uh, when I wrote those young adult novels, the first thing I did was uh, I painted the cover. So I knew, you know, I painted up all the characters. And then I started writing it. Uh, it's just the way I work. So tell us about, uh, I, I, you have a couple of excerpts that I put up, and one of them is uh, Jinx Means the End of My Marriage, which obviously we'll probably have to keep it clean because <laughs> I didn't put that this is supposed to be for an adult audience. So... <laughs> It's the only, I mean, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I can't get around it. It's probably more for an adult body. It's, it's not the kind of thing you want to let get into your kid's hands for the most part. Um, but, you know, some of the stories are cute. Like like that one is just like a goofy story about um, how my wife doesn't, it, or didn't one time adhere to the game Jinx when I said it. Mm. It's just how I'm childish and sort of a goofball. I mean, that, <laughs> most, most of the stories in the book are, um, embarrassing things about me, and uh, occasionally embarrassing things about my wife. That's uh, pretty much what you'll get from it. And there's a lot like um, stuff you probably don't want to know about me, um, but you you would you get to know. Um, I went and um, just recently I went and mailed off some autographed copies of the book uh, to a few people. And uh, the lady at the post office was like, "Oh, is this, is this your book?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, that's my book." And, and and you know, if if you read that, you won't look at me the same way next time I come in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that and, and erotic scenes in a, in a romance book, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is it is the anti uh, erotic romance book though. There's there's absolutely <laughs> none of that. <laughs> Nobody wants saying, to read about like me that. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> if you hand a book to, uh, kind of like I, I was handing a book to my uh, host person, and she was she's a devout Mormon, and <laughs> but she really wanted to see it. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, so I said, okay, I just want to warn you that there's there's some sex in the book, and so she she's like, well, obviously I've had that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, probably not the same way, but it's okay. Um, so mine has to do with time travel, so it might be a little different. So, <laughs> okay, so now she did, never looks at me the same. So I understand exactly what you're talking about. I don't close the door, so, you know, uh, just to warn you. <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't let my son read the book for, you know, cause even though he wanted to, he loved the characters, you know, like, well, can I read the book? And no. <laughs> Why? I uh, just can't handle that. Yeah. There's actually a story in the second book. I don't think it's in that one. Um, but it's about the time my wife and I were getting sort of uh, romantic, and I blurred out the word space-age polymers. And it's sort of like, <laughs> like <laughs> how me just being nerdy sort of kills a moment. So. <laughs> I don't think there's any, you're not going to read about any actual. You're not going to read about any actual intercourse with me. No, I don't think anyone wants to read that. Yeah, no, it's uh, you've got a twist, interesting sense of humor. That's for sure. So tell us about your cat. Um, I think you're referring to the other sample. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was actually not my cat. There was another cat that kept uh, sneaking into our house. We we had two cat doors, uh, one that led into the garage and one that led out into the yard, and the neighbor's cat would come into our house every night and just terrorize our cats. And I'd come downstairs and find him sitting on the counter staring at me. And so I got so annoyed with it at one point that (laughs) I went went and uh, stood by the the door leading to the yard in the garage with a a brick over my head, and I was intent on smashing the cat when he he popped in. (laughs) And and my wife caught me, and that's that's pretty much the brunt of that story. He said I like how you say you're, that he's your Lex Luthor to your Superman. <laughs> Except I have very little in common with Superman. Well, that's just such a humor. It's such a humor. And I have to check on Facebook to see who has. Sometimes they have questions for me there. But in the meantime, I'm going to ask you some what I would call normal standard questions for your writing. How do you All go right. about 
doing, you know, what you do, right? I mean, do you have to kind of, you know, because twisted humor like that, does that just come natural to you? Or <laughs> or do you have to get in kind of a quirky sense of humor mood? It's a very different thing for me. Like uh, like I said, the the last books, the last series of books that I wrote was really sort of like almost devoid of humor, really serious sort of stuff. And this year I kind of said, I'm just going to put that aside and I'm just going to be funny. I, you know, I got, I got to, you know, tell some jokes. So um, uh, I can't, I would say that if, if I write, when I write this, I have to only sort of write this or else I sort of lose it in a way. I mean, if I try to write something really serious, it's just, uh, I can't get back to the funny, I guess. So it's either or for me. So what would happen if you suddenly, you just said, you know, this isn't funny anymore? What do you mean? Well, I mean, if you're saying, well, it's, that your your humor is is too off and it's something you suddenly didn't enjoy anymore. Would you stop Um, doing those kind of comics? Or, I mean, obviously you need to draw, don't you? Don't you feel compelled to? Um, no, I would just move on to something else. I mean, I, I can't uh, I can't write other stuff, but I just you know I, I don't know. I just I I will say that when I write, no matter what I'm writing, sometimes I'm the kind of guy who has to like I'll get in a groove when it comes to writing. So there'll be points over the course of a book or whatever where I may not write for two months at all. I may not write a single word, and then I'll just you know I'll spit everything out in a week. So I'm a very sort of you know, I'm not the guy who can come in at, and say I'm going to write from nine at night to eleven at night. That just that would not. Are you not structured? No, no, not at all. Is the same thing for your your drawing? Uh, it's a little bit different because, um, uh, you know, graphic design so it does pay the bills. So it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. At some point, it's like when they tell me they need it done, I just have to do it whether I'm feeling it or not. So, but right now the writing is not paying my bills. So. Yeah, I find that's the case with with covers because I design a lot of covers for not only my authors but for other publishers now. And uh, you have to be in the mood to do a cover because even though you find a piece, it may not speak to you and it doesn't come together and it looks like crap when you're done. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't what I was seeing in my head, you know, kind of thing. You have to walk away from it for a while. Yeah. And come back to it when it when it does look and it does come together right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a I got I've gotten very custom when it comes to art and stuff to working out of home. There's a um a few years ago, maybe four years ago, I did a lot of product design for a company in uh, Palm Springs. And once a week I'd have to drive down there and go over sketches with them and stuff. And um, you know, sometimes when I was down there they'd want me so, you know, they'd have some ideas and they want me to sketch out stuff, and it just never worked when I did that. I just worked so much better at this point here because, you know, mm-hmm. they'd be having their conversations, and I just, you know, it just, <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I'm, I'm more of a picky yeah. artist than I thought I was, really. Well, I think if they leave you be to your own design, yeah, uh, I find that if they leave me be to my own design, then it usually has it right on the nail most of the time. Mm-hmm. If they push it, then it doesn't come out right. Yeah, and they're not happy with it, neither am I. Yeah. yeah so I understand what you're saying there. And they stop being happy with it because they let me go after a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Unfortunately, they think that you can just, you know, well, it just pop out something. Well, that's not how it works. <laughs> Actually, I, I found that when it comes to stuff like that, like, uh, they sort of, people sort of milk your style, and then, you know, there's only so much they can get from you when you start repeating yourself. And I think that's kind of what happened to me, and that's a specific situation. Oh, yeah, I can see that, yeah. I mean, there's so only what so many, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask you, what other, other jobs have you been doing? Um... I do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of website design, um, stuff like that. Just you know, anything to put steak on my plate, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you got your meat, and potatoes, and you got your bread. And your... <laughs> so it's obviously the dessert is when you actually get to draw your own comics. Yeah, you know, that's your dessert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
books are paying for my dessert at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's good that you uh, decide you found your own niche, and uh, it is. Uh, looking at your name of your. So what you're telling me is that Quiet Corner Press is your your company then. Yeah, that's the the name I I sort of uh, publish my own stuff. And then I I also work with a group of authors um, through a website called uh, the group is called the Literary Underground, okay. and the website is uh, litunderground.com. And um, it was sort of formed. Um, the idea was formed by myself and another author who both sort of came from that um, situation I spoke of earlier with the traditional publisher, and we were kind of on you know a little disenfranchised with the whole process. So we just decided that we just get together a bunch of authors and build a website and help each other promote books. And that's sort of the genesis of uh, Literary Underground. Yeah, that, that always, uh, you know, sometimes that works for a while. I'm not sure. <laughs> it works for a long haul. I, I tried that one too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you always try to find new people that you can work with. Yeah, and uh, if nothing else, even if it's, even if the promotion then sort of dries up, uh, creatively, it's been a fantastic sort of well just to, you know, help each other out. There's people willing to help out with editing and stuff. Just make sure your book – I think a lot of people rush when it comes to self-publishing. Yes. You know, they 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 uh, don't edit or they uh, skimp on the cover. So I think uh, having a bunch of people who have different talents just help you put the most polished product out that you can is, is a, a good idea. Yeah. That's definitely, that was one of the questions I had later. <laughs> yeah, you jumped me, man. Okay. So one of the questions that somebody is asking me is, the picture on your cover, is that illustrated from you? Yeah, that's me. That is me. Okay. I have, I have different hair now, but, uh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, a little darker now. So I was looking at your picture and then, then looking at the illustration. you got kind of blonder hair on your illustration. <laughs> yeah, every uh, every story in the book has an illustration with it, and oh, okay. some are some are really gross, and you know, uh, <laughs> so th- I think sometimes the illustrations are better than the stories. But um, <laughs> I definitely want. There's 55 stories in there, so I definitely you know there's a lot of illustration. I did that with uh, my young adult book too. There's uh, there was like almost there's 60 something chapters, and. Um, I put an illustration on all those. And I don't know. I just I love to illustrate stuff. So everything I do is full of illustrations. So fifty-five stories. Is that, is that kind of like like one-page stories, or they're not oh. long. <laughs> not long. Okay. They're probably about uh, three pages. And, uh, the book, the book as a whole, is I think seventy thousand words. So it's not a, it's not a humongous read. Uh, still quite a few, considering that is more you've got illustrations. Involved here. That's yeah. Good. Now, Lust Balloons. Oh, what exactly is that? Is uh, what? Lust Balloons. She hit that you had 99 <laughs> Lust Balloons. No, that's a, that's a reference to that terrible 80s song. Um, okay. Nina <laughs> or something. Goes, it was a German song features. in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just a, it's sort of a bad joke. I hate writing those uh, summaries of the book. I, I'll tell you that the. The book is much funnier than the stupid summary of it. So, I, I, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a, a <laughs> funny here. It says that your feature, 55 stories, 55 illustrations, 99 left balls, and enough nonsense to keep you chuckling and giggling for days on end, or hours, or, or at least a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. So that's, it's, it's amusing. And oh, Okay, we have another person who's... Oh, whether or not you're on Facebook. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Uh, you well, you didn't include Facebook. that. You did not include that in your bio. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I, I'm on. I'm on Facebook, and uh, yeah, there's a. Uh, I'm not. I actually probably do most of my uh, talking with. It's my personal page too, so I mean, you'll get everything about me. Which uh, there's no. I don't. I don't try to hide much. I don't know if that's smart or not, but it's the way I've chosen to go. So it would be under your name, obviously. Yeah, yeah. and there's a very scary picture of me 
doesn't look anything like the drawing on the, on the uh, cover. <laughs> I had a very smiley picture up for a long time, and and uh, I had enough of smiles, so I put a very scary picture with myself. Yeah, I, I hate how Facebook is they're making it. They want to make it easier to make friends, but you can't find your friends anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a link to my on my um, website. Oh, that's that'd be a good idea. Yeah. yeah, I think at the bottom it says Facebook, and I'm pretty sure there's a link to it. Could be wrong. Okay. Every, everybody, if you go to NovakIllustration.com, you will find him. You'll be able to find his Facebook page on there. So, in the meantime, I might cruise over there and see if I can find it for you. <laughs> so that way, uh, people like that. When you do the business, you know, taking care of everybody. <laughs> Yeah, they're so people lazy. <laughs> so what? I gotta do something? Come on, you know. <laughs> so you see what else somebody said. Yeah, they're having trouble finding you. I will find it, people, and I will put it on there for you, okay? <laughs> So tell us something about your next project you got coming out. Um, this year is just the goat stuff. Um, like I said, most of it's written. I'm writing a few more stories for the third volume, um, but most of it is written. Um, I also have. I did a couple. I illustrated a picture book for a featherweight press that I think is coming out in a couple months, but I'm not sure on the exact date of that. And I'm self-publishing another picture book at some point this year. And um, I think that's about it right now for this year. So you're from Columbus, but you're in California now. Yeah, yeah. I'm from, I'm from Ohio, too, by the way. Oh, really? I was actually yeah. I was actually born in Chicago and um, moved to Ohio. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah. Born in Chicago, and then you went to Columbus College. Yeah. yeah. Columbus, Ohio. And then I met my wife. And moved to California, and I've been here for 13 years, I think. Yeah, they. Well. I'm from Ohio. They don't understand. They don't know what graphic designer is. Says <laughs> <laughs> what? You actually produce this? How did you do that <laughs> on a computer? I know it's a concept. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed my Ohio time for them. Actually, no, I, I scratched that. Ohio was nice, but I was in sort of like a, a bad place in my life when I was there. So um, I can't really say I enjoyed it. In fact, there's stories about sort of my emo depression years, which is basically my college years in the book. Uh, well, I'm looking at your website. I see Twitter down at the bottom. <laughs> I'm still looking for your Facebook. I'm looking at about. You guys got to see this uh, website it has. It's it's really cool. It's got custom. Obviously, custom artwork here, and even custom uh, menu. <laughs> menu just doesn't stay in the straight line at all. It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely interesting. And uh, I do want to say that it's, it's I do I do work with a lot of. Uh, actually, just recently, I've started doing work with a lot of uh, self-published authors. Um, cover work. And Covers. So, yeah. Is anyone out there looking for a cover? I work really cheap and really fast. So. Well, that's good to know because I'm a publisher and I always need. Uh, I'm, I'm cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, it's like what you want to spend a thousand dollars on cover? Well, uh, no, that's. <laughs> but one of the things is like I, I've, <laughs> I've gotten covers done in you know a day or two, and so that's the one thing that is good about me is I'm very fast when it comes to uh, graphic design and art. So. Good. I think the quality's good. Definitely, definitely, definitely keep you in mind for some things here. You never know. Especially when you had your monsters. I like your monsters there. <laughs> and your kids. Ah, your robot. So everybody's got to go to NovakIllustration.com because he's got some cool things. You get to know, you always get to know the author or artist by their work. Yeah, and uh, Stephen's got some. Looks like you you use uh, pencil. 
Um, yeah, for some of it. I mean, I, I kind of, there's a lot of different stuff in there, a lot of different mediums. But yeah, okay. I, I, uh, pencil I, I've, is sort of my uh, bread and butter, I think. But you know. Oh well, yeah, we, got, we, we already use your bread and butter. We got to get the vegetables. <laughs> You already use your meat and your bread and your, and your bread and butter. <laughs> I haven't eaten dinner yet. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you're in California, so I don't think you're say time Arizona is right now. I think you're one hour uh, uh, in back of us. I think so. Um, I always have to keep track of where everybody is in their time. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, crazy. Always hasn't looked that up. I've got. I had an officer. I have an officer who is in England. So sometimes it's six hours different. Sometimes it's eight. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really hairy to do any kind of promotion. I'm terrible at that. So I there have been times when I've asked my wife what month is it, it is. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, I remember other time zones is nearly impossible. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't write down. Uh, Pacific time on your thing. You just wrote Eastern Standard Time and Mountain Time because Mountain Time right now is Arizona time, which Arizona doesn't change its clock at all. We're rebels. You know, first we're rebels. You know, everybody keeps pot shops at us. So, you know, uh, says, what do you mean you don't want illegals here? You know, hey, we just want somebody to pay for things. That's all we care about. But, um, but Arizona's just that way. We're just rebels that way. So somebody wanted to know, that's a kind of weird question, <laughs> but maybe not for you. Um, what type of music, if any, do you, do you listen to when you uh, produce your comics? Um, when, I, when I write the humor stuff, I don't listen to anything, which is, I don't know if that makes any sense, but I just stare at a screen. But... Uh, you know, when I write more serious stuff, like when I when I wrote the, the young adult stuff, I sort of had a playlist that I listened to all the time. But when it comes to humor, I just I don't know. It seems to I can't come up with gags. I think if I have something else in my ears, so I just end up sitting in a quiet room oh. writing stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Paris Hilton jokes are harder to come up with when you have music on. I guess. <laughs> no idea. Well, I wouldn't think music. Maybe maybe we should have asked, maybe they should have asked you if you, you watch slapstick. You know, I you know <laughs> you, you, you watch something that's kind of humorous and maybe some great. Some I, I got to I think if I had, I think if I had anything on, I wouldn't be able to write a joke, which is bizarre. <laughs> so um, it's just a, just a dark empty room. <laughs> me coming no, up with jokes. Well, that explains a lot right there. <laughs> See, he likes dark, empty rooms. Everybody. Oh, that's okay. So, do you have? Uh, this is where a question you said about a family. I mean, do you know you have a wife? Do you have any kids yet, or what's going on there? I am 34, and I have a 26-year-old stepson. Okay. <laughs> and he has two children, so I'm a sort of step grandfather. Oh, well, that's an interesting way to go about it's, it. It's, it's, a, it's a unique situation. My wife is actually 10 years older than me. She, she'd like me to say nine, but it's 10 for oh, most well, of Well, of course. <laughs> She's only 29. That's the way it is. Yeah, and then that, she was actually, um, I married her, what, when I was 21, I think? So, yeah, and I actually hadn't well, dated much before then. Oh, so, well, you know, you're 21, so that's you know that's okay. Because if it was any any younger than that, then she would she would have to <laughs> have to explain herself. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't dating you for two or three years. You know, uh, it was it was weird at first. I think for her and her friends, but you know, yeah, she always. Uh, my mother used to call me Old Man Novak when I was 12 years old. I mean, it's I've always, I've always sort of been I'm like old just a grumpy old man in some ways. So yeah, I think it was a natural progression for me to marry someone older. Well, you know, women like I think women like men who make them laugh. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where that came from, but 
I, I hope no. that's what she like. I don't see there was probably there wasn't much else for, for her to like about me back then. So. <laughs> well, you know, she likes uh, a little bit younger guys. Okay, though. <laughs> I keep up with her, you know. I always say. But yeah, so. I, have, uh, I have no kids of her. I actually had a another weird this. I've, like I said, I've led a weird life. I actually had a vasectomy when I was about 24. Mm. So I had no interest in, in kids of my own whatsoever. Well, you know, someone would say that men are kids. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I, I, will, I will say this. I, I, I've always told her that I I can admit that I'm sort of a selfish person with my time. And I just... Mm. I, you know, I would not make a good parent anybody. You know, I, the other thing about that is I think that most creative people are kind of stingy about their time. And it's not that we're trying to be. It's just that that's where we have to go in our head. You know, uh, we can't, if you're, if you're in our face constantly, we can't produce. Yeah, yeah. That's right it is. And also the idea of a tiny me just terrifies the hell out of me. So I, I, that's something that I don't need to unleash on the world. No. Okay. I, I believe that. I won't get into that one. I have no <laughs> opinion on that. <laughs> so who did you admire when you were younger? You know, when you were starting with your drawing, did you emulate anything from anybody um, else? Like I said, I, I grew up reading a lot of comic books, and um, it's not going to name a ton of comic artists and writers. Um, I also read a lot of science fiction stuff when I was a kid. Like, I was really into Ray Bradbury. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. When I was... Actually, there's a story in the in the second volume about the uh, time I met Harlan Ellison at a uh, comic book. Oh, when I, was about, when I was about 12. Harlan. And he was... He was you were 12 when you met him? Oh, my God. Yeah. I wonder you're twisted. <laughs> he, was, he, was a real, <laughs> he was a real sort of jerk to me, which kind of... Well, he's a real sort of jerk to almost everybody, but I won't say that. Oh, I just did. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't so great to twelve-year-old me, and I think that's. Uh, it, make, it makes for a funny story. It's worth reading in the second one. Yeah. I think that oh, was yeah. actually on the blog too. So. I, I like you know. I can sit there and listen to Harlan talk until wee hours of the morning. I don't know why. I don't know if he twisted myself, but. Am <laughs> 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 I listening to him? He has he has some great stories. I, I I respect his work, but <laughs> I yeah. can't help but remember him, you know, well, as, yeah. as, as, as he influenced me as a kid. And I, I think his, I, wife was, his wife was there at the time, and she... Uh, which one? <laughs> one of them, I don't know. <laughs> she, she was there yeah. with him, and she was kind of sort of shaking her head the whole time. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can imagine that. Just, I think I met him when he was uh, married at the time, too. Um, but yeah, and that's, that's, I think he made him actually nicer when he's actually married. Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, I've met him a couple times, and and I've had I've had people tell me horror stories about meeting him. So you're not the only one. <laughs> you're in a club, believe it or not. <laughs> it, I guess it was sort of my fault. I was very I was very sort of forward, and I was uh, trying to show him my you know my drawings at the time and stuff. And I think he just uh, didn't have the patience for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's that's the thing with him. He's not. He doesn't have patience for almost anybody else. <laughs> hey, but he just had twisted stories. You know, I tried some of his other stuff, and then uh, uh, it's he's it's in, he's got a twisted sense of humor too. Kind of think of it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of his work, and uh, you know, he made one of yeah. the greatest episodes of Star Trek ever. So I can't. When he makes sure everybody knows it too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I should let you know I've been going to conventions for 22 years, so it's <laughs> I've met a lot of these people. And, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he's he's one of those that he, he never gives that one up, you know. <laughs> Get over it already. But. <laughs> so, uh, is, how do you come up with some of the stories that you have put with your illustrations? Somebody's asked me that. What do you mean, like in the uh, in the humor book? I mean, they're just stuff that happened to me, pretty much. I mean, 
Yeah, I don't think they they didn't really. They just kind of put it out there. (laughs) That Um, was the question. (laughs) I'm not sure to interpret that one. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe they missed it. Maybe they missed it. Did you guys not hear at the very beginning we were talking about that? But we'll we'll answer it again maybe in a different way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know how to... Let me answer that one, really. Um, I guess it depends, really, I mean, on what I'm working on, I suppose. I mean, sometimes oh, I yeah. illustrate yeah. people when I'm just drawing, making exactly what they tell me to make them. You know what I mean? So there's almost no thought mm-hmm. involved in it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. So you, you can't draw this by the seat of your pants there, you know? Is I, I, I will I, I, I will say that I will say that I've never been one for um like uh thumbnails or outlining or anything. I guess that's sort of uh, I sort of just uh, right just skip right to it, yeah. Maybe that's what they're asking. That's, yeah, uh, there's, there's not a lot of pre planning when it comes to my stuff. It's just um pretty much the first thing I sort of draw is what ends up being the last thing I draw. Yeah, you know, we get a lot of those questions when it comes to to writing too. Like, uh, did you did did you actually just put it how soon as you get it, got it done? Which I think is probably not a nice thing to say. <laughs> Wait, what was that? I'm sorry, I think I, I didn't hear. You. As if you weren't editing, you know. They say, "Well, did you put it out as soon as you got it done?" I'm looking at it like, "What is that a nice thing to say?" <laughs> What are you trying to say? That I, I need more editing? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I will, um, when it comes to writing, I'll tell you this much. I, I've worked with with editors on uh, everything I've done just because it's smart. And when it comes to story, I sometimes, you know, I, I don't ignore all advice. <laughs> but I do ignore a lot of advice, especially when it comes to self-published stuff. Um I don't think I changed too much story-wise um, from the first draft to the the completed product uh, uh, book. Okay. Just I, I figure, you know, uh, I don't know the reason for that. It's not laziness. Um, well, that's good. I if you're, I think if you're gonna like I sort of said at the beginning, if you're gonna self-publish, and you kind of know the reasons you're self-publishing. Mm-hmm. I I want to make sure that I write what I want to write. You know what I mean? So I, I'm proud of every word on the page. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So if there's Lucky. something completely egregious that needs to be changed, I'll I'll change it. But um, a lot of stuff, it's just like oh, this is what I want to happen. You know? Right. Yeah, and that's you know what I tell people too is it's just you know I, I'm going to make suggestions. You do you can tell me to you know kiss off, but <laughs> I'm just going to tell you you know you're paying me to tell you. <laughs> and I'll also say this that a lot of that may come from uh, my day job. In my day job, I pretty much just have to do whatever a client tells me to do. You know what I mean? Well, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, like I just you know I I, I can put my own spin on it but I ultimately don't have the final say when it's someone else's money. So when it comes to self-publishing stuff, I kind of like to take complete ownership of that. Hmm. Oh, that's that's good. So now that you're, you're a published author, does it feel different than... No, no. When you did you? Okay. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not even something I would really boast about. <laughs> if somebody asks me what I do, I still... Tell them I'm a graphic designer. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not not number one on my resume. I think that yeah, I wound up it's wound up being my second thing now uh, or third thing. So, uh, of course, I got too many hats. So it's like I'll just pick one. You know, but the publisher has to come first on, on only because I have other people I sell. So uh-huh. I have to do that now. But, you got to uh, be no, proud, proud of things that you put out, you know. You got to be proud of it. And also, I don't. Uh, I, um, 
I don't know. I, I, I don't think, like a lot of people in my family and such, I don't think, especially this new book, um, the Goats book, I don't, nobody in my general sort of, like my wife's friends or my wife or anybody, they, my wife isn't boasting about this book to, to her pals. You know what I mean? Because she's sort of <laughs> in it. It's not, it's not something she wants to get out there. So, <laughs> so at least for this year, I'm sort of not allowed to speak of being an author in, in certain circles. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> well, that makes it tough because you know you usually tell the book to your friends first. Instead, <laughs> 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 your circle you gotta you gotta you know sell your book to your circle first, and then and then you go outside your circle. Yeah, she was she was really proud of the last one. She was re- she was really proud of the young adult stuff, you know, telling people it right. This one, she kind of went mum on this one a little bit, but <laughs> right. it's oh, fine. I understand. Yeah, you, you have to get it out. It's a creative thing. <laughs> so then, was very, there was a very long time where I sort of toyed with using a pen name for these books, but ultimately I decided against it. Yeah, I guess because of the young adult stuff that you've already done. I can see yeah, that you probably that. And I've done picture books, and I continue to do picture books. So, oh, uh, how how many years ago was that? Um, I did did my first one probably seven years ago. I mean, it's it's been a while. Oh, in that case, those kids are old enough to read your new stuff. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think of that way. You just you just bred a whole. You know, you should go back to the people that bought your. Young adult books. <laughs> My wife is actually uh, a teacher, and uh, kids in her class are, you know, old enough to get a hold of it and and understand yeah. it, but that hasn't happened yeah. yet. So it's another reason I think she wants to kind of keep it up. In fact, yeah. I had to kind of watch the things that I said about her, you know, just for that very reason. So. All right. Right. Well, we we get the clean on the radio here too, and it's just it's just good. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, this kind of funny question now is what are what is uh, what is one? Some people don't know how to write. What is one thing that you are proud of in your life? That I'm not proud of. That you are proud of. Oh, that I'm what proud is, of. What is one thing that you are the most proud of in your life? Right. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I'm not a fan of pride. <laughs> and this is a common thing with me is I, I don't, I don't know, I don't like saying that I'm proud of anything, to be quite honest. I, mean, it, I don't know. It, it, I'm proud of everything I've done, but I don't like to say that I'm proud of everything I've done. Know, does that make any sense? Probably not. But, um, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, there is. I mean, <laughs> there's things that I've done recently that I, I would have never done years ago. Does that make sense? I, you know, you get hungry. <laughs> you have to feed the family. So, so yeah, I'll do that book. You know? Yeah, I, I would say I, I'm much more apt to talk about the many, many things that I'm not proud of that I've done. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, more I wrote those. three books on it. <laughs> I would say, okay, now everybody, he's not going to tell you what they are because you guys actually had to buy the book. Find out. So there's your motivation. You got to buy the book to find out. So. Good. Hey, that's great PR there. <laughs> so uh, this book is obviously you can get it where? Tell me. Um, Amazon. I mean, it's for Kindle. It's, there's a paperback version, and uh, there there are links on my website. I also do a lot of um, uh, autograph copies. Um, there's a link for that also because people seem to like what I'll you know uh, yes. send them as an autograph because <laughs> usually I, I'll if you request if you want me to draw something on there I'll do it for you and some people have requested some you know very specific drawings and um, nothing's off limits I guess so hey I ain't gonna go there man <laughs> whatever you can conjure up. <laughs> I know an artist who does body painting, and uh, uh-huh. he he says he's got some lines he doesn't go doesn't cross. So 
I go, okay, obviously naked bodies are not part of it. So. <laughs> there's actually there's a really good story in the book about the first time I had a figure drawing class. Kind of my <laughs> my expectations of a figure drawing class and the reality of a figure drawing class, which were... But it's two different, different things. You were probably excited about it, and then you thought, oh, dang. Yeah, especially for a kid out of high school who had never kissed a girl and was kind of... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, if that's just let everybody know, I do have the, uh, his link for Amazon on the chat, so that way you guys can click it. Real simple. You click on it, and it actually goes to that page, and you can buy it. So I've actually found. Find your. Never did. Sorry to say, I never did find your. Your Facebook uh, reference on your website. Really? I I'm I sorry, have, everyone. I got the blog here. The forts. I don't. If know it's not on my, if it's not on my website, it's definitely on the. If you go on the uh, the blog, you know where it's, I think on my website just says blog. Oh, yeah, see the blog here. I found something and. And that took me to the blog, so... Oh, yeah, it's about or something like by, that. Forge by Stephen Novak. Yeah, she has Facebook it. You can like it. Yeah, that's the old... Uh, that's for the young adult stuff, yeah. yeah. Is that what I have as a link? Oh, okay. No. Uh, it's on there. I'll have to switch that up. You're welcome to see you draw stuff. <laughs> yeah. You see you draw stuff, everyone, so you need to understand it, though. But I think there's a link to the Facebook on that in either the About section or links or something. I don't remember. And About, okay. One of the two. Because I know people, as I said, did promise them I would give them... Ah, there he is. Facebook. Yay. Yeah, there it is. Got it. We're going to hit it somewhere. I need to put it on the regular website, though. It's an oversight. There we go. Let's see. There. Now it's clickable, everyone. You can go on chat there. It's at facebook.com slash... Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N. I know people sometimes spell Stephen weird, but he spells it right. S-T-E-V-E-N. Novak, N-O-V-A-K. Yeah, I'm always on Facebook. You can read about my many adventures with my wife and post about how my mother's kind of a dope. Well, I'm sure she'd be happy to know that. Probably used to that. Uh, she's she's got a conquer. She has yet to read any any of my books, so uh, she owes a dope now and then. <laughs> plus, plus I'm a good son who calls her every weekend. So good, good, good. It did take years for my mom to actually read my books. So <laughs> and then she said, "You actually write this?" Well, yeah, just put my name on. Um, my wow. mother's actually my mother. Her claim to fame is that she's never finished a book, and she'll she'll let you know that that's the way that's how she rolls. <laughs> <laughs> she's never finished one. She's never gonna. That's just that's a point oh. of pride. Oh, there you go. I'm sure that uh, certain other science fiction people we know would just really like her. But okay. I, yeah, I, my, my mother was the one who took me to the comic convention. I was, you know, I, I love my mother. She she was there when Harlan Ellison was making a fool of me. So ah, she was there. Yeah, I, there's because I don't have much of a relationship with my father, and you'll read that in like the first three chapters of the book. And um, uh, yeah, so it's it's uh, a little tidbit, guys. She didn't know. When when I ref- I don't want people to think that I I. You know, I'm like a jerk to my mother when I, when I call her a joke. It's actually, it's it's with uh, much affection. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we we didn't we didn't misunderstand at all. No. <laughs> so the, one of the last questions I always ask is, we are coming upon the ending here. Right. I know it's been, it's been a fun hour. Um, question I always ask one is, now that you successfully slain the dragon, how will you celebrate? Take a nap. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> I'm a pacifist. Yeah. It's hard work slaying dragons. So I know. Taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. So it's always a different answer for everybody I've ever met. So that's always <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah. Any other tidbits you want to offer us in the last minute here? 
Um, I think we covered quite a bit. Um, yeah, we did. Hopefully, if if someone buys the book, we even covered your puberty. Point. We covered, you know, that you didn't kiss anybody until after in college, you know. And like I said, if, uh, if we didn't cover it here, it's covered in the book. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, an open, he's an open book. He's an open book, everyone. So you got to read the book in order to find out all about him. <laughs> you know, that is how it works. You know, I, I I find that if I go to a convention and I like somebody, you know, as far as enjoy their company, mm-hmm. I'll go and buy their book. <laughs> you know, if they were a jerk, like Harlan was to you. <laughs> I won't buy your book. <laughs> I don't like them. Why would I want to read them? <laughs> That's yeah. Sometimes you can be Harlan and still get people to read you. Interesting. Yeah, I, th- I would argue that actually most people are probably like Harlan who get people to read. Or yeah, I know Harlan is created by the fact that people read their stuff. And there's a whole different thing going on there. Yeah. Well, great. I have enjoyed the conversation with you as well as I, I thought we would. <laughs> All right. That was, and, it was a lot uh, of fun. I appreciate you having me on. I guess everybody's scared of you because they didn't want to come on and talk, but they're willing to give me questions. You know, <laughs> like you can ask them. You can ask them. We don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to really talk to them. You know. Yeah, at least you got so, some questions. At least we we weren't silent, so that's good. There you go. Well. Have a great night, and this is going to be available. I will go ahead and send you the link as soon as I get it, okay? So that way, right, put it up wherever you want to put it. Thanks. You're welcome. And great, right. best luck. Best of luck on your book. All right, same to you. Thank you. All and right. uh, you have a great night. You too. Bye. Bye. So that was uh, Stephen Novak, everyone, and this is Patty Holtrand, and we're signing out for the day. And, uh, this is going to be available for listening in its entirety. Just letting you know. And so you guys have a great night, and I'm going to be back here on Thursday. We're talking to take your conversation back up from a friend of ours who we were not able to talk to. Um, well, we were not able to finish the conversation a couple of weeks ago, and that's Wendy and she's got a couple of books. Of course, funny, funny. Here we were just getting. Uh, she, we were talking about her first book a couple weeks ago, and she said, uh, "As I physically called her afterwards, saying, you know what? This is just not working. Sorry, we'll go ahead and take this up some other time.'" And she says, "Well, it's okay." She says, "You can. Uh, we can go ahead and and, and do this, and uh, in a couple of weeks, my next book will come out." So. She had, she has a cover for the second and the third book. We've got the second book is Eve E covers Shadow Revealed as Wendy Hales is healing from up north. And uh Shadow Shadowed Magic is her is her third book. So we will be talking about her first book a little bit more because we were not able to talk to her more than twenty minutes before we got knocked off on blog talk. Um, and then we'll talk more about that and about her next books. So that will be this Thursday at 5.30. Let me double check make sure. No, I'm sorry, not Thursday. I apologize. That's silly me. I've got it set for 5.30 and 6.30. Uh, that is specific time, not specific time. It's Mountain Standard Time, which is where I am in Arizona, and that's Wendy. Is going, Wendy Hales is going to be on with us this Wednesday, May 2nd, 5.30, Get it out of my mouth here. And we will be continuing our conversation and going into her second and third book. So with that, you guys have a great night, and I'll be talking to you on Wednesday. <laughs>